When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Is stacking silver and gold boring? Now, before I give you my thoughts on that and exactly what do I mean by this this boring talk, I want to hear from you guys. Comment down below with your thoughts on this. And also, in the top right corner of this video, there should be a poll popping up. Just a simple yes or no question. If you don't feel like typing out a response right now, I get it. But what do I mean by that when I say uh, boring, buying silver and gold and just holding it for long periods of time? Well, I mean it on a couple, of, a couple different levels. Like, first of all, there's the idea of, of the price. I mean, it is an asset. Even if you don't consider it an investment, it is an asset whose price, at least according to you know the paper market, according to the spot price, fluctuates on uh, basically a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And yet, you know, despite that, Price hasn't done a whole lot lately, right? And that alone could be enough for some people to deem it kind of boring as compared to, to the stock market, which, you know, uh, had a huge rally leading up into the beginning of the year and then a, a big move down and, and then a big move up. And say what you will about stocks. It's not a boring asset class. Maybe it's maybe it's in a bubble. Maybe it's overvalued. Maybe it's not a good asset to be in right now, but it's certainly not boring, Right. Same thing goes for, for many other assets, whether it's, it's cryptocurrencies or, or, or real estate or uh, even the bond market. Okay, So you could say that about silver and gold. I mean, they're, they're kind of in a rut right now. They're boring for that reason. You know, another reason that you could say it's boring is because you know, some people kind of make it boring for themselves. They, they, according to others, at least. It's, this is all subjective. Uh, and, and what they do instead of, of buying, you know, what others would consider nice coins or high premium coins or bars or poured silver or whatever, you know, they, they, they do what, what you'd call stacking for weight. They, they buy the cheapest, lowest premium silver they can find, whether it's constitutional silver or it's just generic 10-ounce bars, 1-ounce rounds, whatever. They don't care. They just want the weight. They could care less about what's on the silver as long as it is silver, as long as it's, you know, at least... 90% in the case of constitutional or 0.999 in the case of bars and coins. They're happy with that. Okay. And so, you know, according to some, maybe they're making it kind of boring and maybe they could, they, they, they would find even more interest in it if they, they branched out. But no, mostly what I'm talking about in this video, when I say boring, is compared to other decisions you can make in life, uh, particularly with that money. You know, I've received comments in the past uh, along the lines of why are you guys buying silver and gold? Like, why not just go out and, um, I've, I've had people say this, just go buy hookers or, or get some good cocaine, right? Or something along those lines. Why don't you just live it up? Why don't you go out and, and party and, and have fun with that money rather than buying a boring, asset, a boring investment like silver and gold that you're going to buy, you're going to go online or you're going to go to a shop or something like that. And you're going to buy you know, 10 ounces of this solid metal. You're going to buy it and, and it's going to get shipped to your house or you're going to bring it home and it's just going to sit in your safe. 
right? And if you want to make it even more boring, you're going to take it out on a weekly basis or monthly basis and, and you know, show it off to people on YouTube or, or you're going to look at it or something like that or talk about it online. That is boring. That's a boring way to live. Why would you spend that on silver and gold? Why wouldn't you go out and, and spend that, as, as some people would say, on hookers? Why wouldn't you go out and spend that on, on a nice dinner for your family? Why wouldn't you go out and spend that on a, a night at the club or, um, you know, for, for those of you that have uh, dozens of ounces of gold or, or thousands of ounces of silver, why wouldn't you go out and buy a really nice car or go on a vacation to, to the Caribbean, right? Or, 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 you know, some Pacific island, you know, somewhere in Southeast Asia, you know, why wouldn't you do that? And I get it. At face value, it looks boring compared to people that are used to that lifestyle, but you, you want to know something. People that live that lifestyle, that have these stories of, of going to these clubs every night, that have these, these stories of, of going to Caribbean islands or, or whatever, um, oftentimes they don't live that life for very long because they're trying to replicate something, are they not? I mean, going to the club. Now, I don't, I don't go to clubs. Do I sound like a guy that goes to clubs? No. Okay, but, but going to the clubs or, or, or going on these vacations or, or buying hookers or whatever it is. In many ways, they're trying to replicate a lifestyle, I think. right? They're trying to replicate a lifestyle that I think is more easily maintained by people that are, at least by, by our world standards, successful. At least monetarily, right? Take, for example, like uh, somebody like in the hip-hop industry, right? A rapper, um, you, you can pick any, any, you know, Lil Wayne, for example, that's somebody that maybe, uh, many, you know, millennials and Gen Xers at least would probably, uh, recognize or Eminem or something along those lines, somebody that has the means to do something like that, right? Going to the club. Sure. Maybe they like the music, right? Maybe they like whatever substances they consume there, whether it's alcohol or others. Maybe they like the women there, or maybe they just like hanging out with people, right? Okay. Maybe they like that, but you got to admit that part of it is the image. Part of it is, look at me. I can go out and spend, um, you know, twenty dollars on a drink. I can go out and spend money on all these women, or or on all my friends, or my entourage, or whatever it is, right? And so people try and replicate that, right? I mean, sometimes it's not it's not that you know some people are just going out and whatever buying like a cheap hooker or whatever, and they're not there's it's probably not something to brag about by any means, okay? Um, but you go to the club or buying a nice car or, or spending your money on those types of things, oftentimes it's not to always satisfy some sort of thing that you want, right? I don't know how many people just want to go to the club and listen to, to this music that they're probably really not that into, right? Or buy overpriced drinks or hang out with a lot of people that otherwise they probably wouldn't want to hang out with, right? It's more often than not about the image, about what can they convey to other people? How can they appear to other people? And yet, they are not as success. They are not Eminem. They are not that, that type of lifestyle is not sustainable for ninety nine point nine percent of the population, right? And so, what do they do? They they go there and either a they hang out with somebody else that that does have more money, or b they spend money that they don't have. Whether they they put it on credit, whether they. Um, again, sell substances on the side or whether they uh, just have this extra money 
from from work or something like that and and then when it comes to like food or, or housing expenses or whatever um, maybe they just re- rely on on the government or something along those lines I mean that's the reality I think of of, of what a lo- and this is not by any means um, confined to any any city any state any age group any race any anything like that no I think there's a broad variety of people and, and the club is just one example right there are many others out there whether it's a really nice overpriced car really nice jewelry um clothing handbags uh uh uh, jewelry um houses on and on and on oftentimes you know the really nice houses the really nice cars are they driving them or are they living in those because they like them or because they know that other people will like them i think more often the case is that they think other people will like them right they're doing it for others right to, to alter their, their, their opinion of them, right? They're trying to replicate the lifestyles of the quote-unquote successful. And yet, I think that most of the population cannot sustain that type of a lifestyle, okay? On the other side of the spectrum, though, you have people that buy silver and gold on a regular basis. It's not glamorous for the most part. It's not. I mean, what for those of you guys that buy silver and gold, like, what does it do for your image? Do you feel uh, like compare the way you feel when you tell somebody like, hey, I buy silver and gold to somebody that's like, hey, I have a Lambo in my garage, right? I just made a down payment on a half million dollar house, right? Um, I just, you know, bought a, a, a $5,000 watch. Like how does that compare? No, like I think most of society, uh, materialistic society would say like, uh, if you um, are, are just talking about buying just silver bars and, and silver coins and stuff, like pe- people are not gonna like respect that. They're, they're not gonna be like, "Wow, like you are, um, you're pretty cool." Like ninety, if they do think that, then then great. But I think most people are like, "Okay, like, are you one of them like prepper guys?" Okay, or or like, do you mean silver and gold? Like, like real silver and gold? Like, how do you even buy that? Like, what? Who does that? Like, it, it just doesn't, it's, it's, not, it's not something that people do. We don't do it oftentimes because we care about what people think of us. We do it because we care about our future, even the future of our family, of, of our children, because we know that, that the wealth of, of the current era, even the standard of living of, of the current era, especially in much of Western society, the United States, much of Europe, you know, many other, you know, Western, we'd consider more Westernized societies. Uh, that type of wealth is fleeting. That standard of living is fleeting. I mean, you see uh, economists talk about it all the time. The U.S. using our relatively strong dollar and massive trade deficits and massive uh, consumer debt and massive national debt to fuel our lifestyle, whether it's buying imports, cheap imports, um, although they're, they're getting higher and higher quality, but imports from, from places like China. Right or for a long time there was importing a ton and ton of of oil and other energy, right or or, or spending all this money on, on all these you know, frivolous uses that have been going over in this video. And that type of wealth is fleeting. That's not something that's going to last you forever. Just like you know the U.S. dollar, the U.S. stock market, the U.S. economy is not always going to be uh, king. It's not always going to be the premier currency, economy, market, etc. 
And so one day, those people that live those lifestyles, all of a sudden, you know, it's going to go from, you know, 0.1% of the population that can sustain that to, you know, 0.001% of the population, right? The whole, uh, the whole standard of living will be taken down by, by many, many notches, right? And, and we're not expecting to be to come out on the other end as, as a rich. You know, maybe some of us are, right? Maybe some people are thinking like silver and gold, yeah, they are my key to that lifestyle, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because eventually that silver and gold is going to run out, right? People that say it's not a great investment because there's no yield, there's no dividend on it, they're right. It's not something that necessarily grows in that way. And eventually it's going to run out if that's what you're looking at. Now, if you're going to look to exchange it for another asset, if it's going to be a long-term wealth management, uh, preservation, savings thing, then great, okay? But if you're just saving to come out on the other end as rich, as somebody that can live that lifestyle all of a sudden, you might find yourself kind of disappointed in the end. And you might think that silver is boring and gold is boring at the end. But no, most of us, I think, are looking to come out on the other end as, hey, we've preserved something, right? We've worked hard. We, we, we've, you know, um, haven't lived that lifestyle that so many others lived um, and, and, and others more or less paid for it. No, we, 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 um, we worked hard and we tried to save some of that money in the form of a metal, some sort of physical asset. It doesn't matter if it's a metal, but in this case, it is kind of really important that it is a metal. But we saved it. We preserved it in some way. And now we come out the other end and, hey, on one hand, like, yeah, what was an undervalued asset is probably going to be much more valued now. But even that aside, you've preserved that. You've saved that in some way, right? It's no different than people that save through fiat currency, except that, you know, with fiat, with dollars or whatever, uh, that's always going to be prone to inflation, always being prone to to um, uh, the value being stolen away from it. But the, the concept is the same. I mean, I think a lot of society, a lot of this materialistic society would think that saving is, is pretty boring too. Like, why do you have $100,000 in your bank account? Like, why are you not spending that on something, right? Why don't you have, you know, a half million dollars in debt, a million dollars in debt, right? Um, it's, it's confusing for some people. And yet, I think it makes a great sense. But, you know, when, when it does come down to it, <laughs> stacking silver, stacking gold, it is boring. Let's face it. I mean, silver and gold are boring. Whether you look at the price action for a very long time, uh, certainly in the last five years, or, you know, what a lot of us stack. You know, a lot of us that stack silver and gold are not necessarily the numismatic type. You know, the most numismatic, maybe some people, some of us are going to get are like, hey, I just bought some some pandas or, or, or you know, Chinese pandas or or uh, uh, Australian kookaburros. And, and maybe those are interesting to some people, you know, or some poured silver or whatever. But there's people out there that are like, you know what, I buy silver eagles and only silver eagles. Like if somebody gives me um, a really nice coin or gives me some generic stuff, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is going to go to my to my uh, local coin shop and, and trade out for some some more egos because of reasons A, B, and C, right? Or I just buy 10-ounce generic bars. I buy them. They arrive. I throw them in the safe, and I forget about them. Okay, that that can be boring, right? Just like the price action can be boring. And compared to other people's lifestyles over the short term, this can look boring. But it absolutely, I think, will pay off in the end. In fact, you know, for those of you that are, uh, like myself, um, a Christian, even if you're not, you know, I think even a lot of more secular people, uh, or even people that prescribe to other religions, subscribe. Um, they uh, they they still know there's quite a bit of wisdom in the Bible, 
right? You know, I, I wonder why, but um, I think it's it's more obvious to me, maybe. But uh, th- there's even uh, some great verses on this, and I'm not going to pretend to be like a biblical scholar, like I just know these off the top of my head. I'll be honest with you guys, just a simple Google search, right? And I'm not just going to find a verse to try and, and prove my point here, but these ones are pretty straightforward, right? Um, so, for example, Proverbs 13:16, a wise man thinks ahead, a fool doesn't, and even brags about it. It sounds kind of like what we were thinking about, talking about here. Um, Proverbs 14, 29. He who is impulsive exalts folly. Okay. Proverbs 21, 20. The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp, their, gulp theirs down. Say, so, yeah, now obviously they're talking about food here, but you can relate the same to any type of, of wealth, right? Um, you know, oil would have been a in some ways, a form of wealth back then, as well as, as food. Um, there's some other ones here. Proverbs 13, 11, Dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. Right? And so I think even, you know, from a religious aspect, I don't know, I don't know how many of you guys are Muslims, but even if you look through the Quran or some other, you know, holy text, you'd find very similar similar themes. I mean, I think there's there's a right way to do this. And I'm that type of person, I guess, where, where I think there is a right way to live and there is a wrong way to live. And living for the moment, you know, there's something to be said. I'm not saying like you have to um, always deny yourself of, of, of you know, like coffee on the way to work today. Uh, nope. And, and you know, I'm never going to do that again. In fact, you know, I came to Ford, um, you know, a, a plain old coffee maker at home with some, with some, some folders because I could save that money instead. Like, okay, that's, you don't need to do that every time. Like uh, when I buy a new car, yeah, you know, I got a growing family. I, I'm going to have an infant in the back seat. It would be great to have a new, nice, modern, safe car. But, uh, you know, even that, even though that Toyota Corolla, that, that new Camry or Corolla or, 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 or uh, Impala or whatever is, is pretty affordable, I'm just going to go with something that's like 20 years old because I want to save that money, right? Like, no, like maybe there's, there's a time and place to do this, Right. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie, or sorry, the movie, the show, uh, Parks and Rec? It's it's like a spinoff of 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 of, of the Office, not officially a spinoff, but but it's similar setup. Okay, it's a Parks and Rec department in this city, and it's a it's a really funny show. I mean, it's it's uh, not as funny as the Office, in my opinion. And there's a guy on there, in fact, that's that's uh, resonates pretty well with me, played by Nick Offerman. He's just a um, uh, a hardcore libertarian like he he works for the government and he's he's like he's like a walking contradiction and yet he um part of the reason he works for them is because he just wants to do nothing like how great is that like i want to be president so that i can do nothing as president because i think the country would be better off in that role you know what i mean like that's kind of the type of, of philosophy that he has about it but anyways there's also this other woman in there i think her name's like donna um and she has this philosophy of a philosophy of of treat yourself like that's what she calls it, right? Um, and then, and so her and, and this uh, guy played by I think a season. Sorry, you know they go out and and then treat themselves, right? They 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 go out and buy stuff, um, consumer goods, whatever it is. Uh, you know, get your hair done, um, you know, expensive food, go to the go to the club, or whatever it is, and uh, and that's their thing, right? Like maybe there's a time and place for that in every one of our lives, right? Um, but they would be an example, of maybe taking that to the extreme. Like, oh, like a, you know, a bird crapped in my car, like time to treat myself. 
right? Uh, I had a rough day at work, um, time for, you know, uh, to, to treat myself for like a third time. You know, like there's, there's, there's a balance in here, just like there's a balance, I think, in everything, right? So I hope you guys like this video. This is a bit of a rant video. Didn't know exactly where I was going to go with this other than just I had some of these verses already highlighted here. Um, but I think this is important, you know, talking about why this is boring. Now, if somebody comes up to you and says, why do you stack silver and gold? You can give them an honest answer, right? I think an unashamed answer. I think what we're doing makes sense. I think it's a wise thing to do over the long term, okay? But if they come back with a, why would you spend money on that? Like you're young or why wouldn't you live in the moment? Like why wouldn't you spend that on a nice car? Like you're, you're telling me you have tens of thousands of dollars of silver and gold and yet you own that? Right? You live in that house. You're not going to give your family the very best of absolutely everything. Instead, put that in silver and gold. If they are of that thought, um, of that philosophy, you're going to have a tough time getting through to them. You can try. Um, but, but sometimes they have, to, uh, they have to come to that realization on their own. Right, I, I think it's something that many of us have gone through. I, I have myself even... Um, gone through that from time to time. So I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did enjoy it, the number one thing that you can, and listen here, number one thing that you can do to help my channel, you've already done, and that's watch this video, watch my videos. I, I, I'm very thankful for that. Beyond that, you can comment, which I've already asked you to. You can vote in the, uh, the, the, the poll up above. You can like, you can obviously subscribe to my channel. I'd appreciate that very much. To, to count you as one of my subscribers. Uh, at the time of me recording this video, I think I'm coming up on 15,000. So, uh, but beyond that, there's you know there's also a link in my description to my Patreon account if you, you want to support me on a monthly basis. Other than that, I'm just happy to have you guys here in the first place. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.